0: Hello, Greg. How are you doing? Well, uh, recovering from a bit of food poisoning, but uh, other than that, I'm doing pretty good.
1: Sorry to hear about that. But I, uh, it's good to know that you are recovering, and um, very happy to to hear you uh, that you're improving. So thank you. Um, and thanks again. uh, Under the circumstances, uh, you're taking the time to share with our listeners. Another day in our everyday English conversation. And uh, yeah. today, um, I, I want to focus primarily on the topic of cultural awareness. Okay. Basically, I want to explain a little bit about what cultural awareness is. And basically, it's the sensitivity to similarities and differences mm-hmm. that exist between two or more cultures. So for example, um, perhaps in in one culture it's accepted, but in another culture or another country, it's not accepted. So, right? Mm -hmm. So I think um, for our listeners, this is very important so that when I say the word cultural awareness, they have a better understanding. So some cultures, as we say, maybe it's acceptable and other countries it's Mm -hmm. unacceptable. Right. Um, I'm going to open the, the the room to you now, Will, and I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. So, for example, uh, can you give me any experiences which you have encountered uh, in terms of cultural awareness, or that you found to be culturally unacceptable to you, or? other people have found it unacceptable of what you have done.
0: Right, okay, that's a good question, Greg. Okay, I do remember years ago, okay, I was uh, traveling in uh, Thailand, okay? And okay. Um, I was at a bar and I was talking to a local there and uh, all having some fun. And uh, and then, um, I don't remember exactly what happened, but uh, I think I accidentally touched this person on their head, okay? okay. And then I realized, okay, because before uh, traveling to Thailand, I did a little bit of research on some do's and don'ts, things that are taboo, and one of them happens to be touching someone on their head, okay, and I immediately recalled that and apologized to that person, Um, but it's all okay, Um, so I think, you know, uh, before we travel to say, a new country for the first time, I think it's extremely important that we try to do some research, you know, um, go on the internet, try to find out, you know, things that, you know, uh, you shouldn't do, okay, that might be offensive to um, the local people. Um, I have a list of some countries here um, that I wrote down. And oh, please something- share with us. Yes, yes, and by all means, then things that you shouldn't do or things that might shock or surprise you when visiting uh, these countries. So, okay, let's start with Thailand, okay? Um, One thing that you should not do is uh, badmouth the king, okay? Now, in Thailand, the king is very well respected, okay, is revered. Um, You know, uh, not only is it frowned upon, but if you actually badmouth the king, uh, you'll end up in jail, okay? Uh, You'll probably be given a prison sentence, okay? That's one. Okay. Another thing is, um, as I mentioned before, uh, don't touch someone on their head because in yes. Thailand, um, in Buddhist culture, the head is like the highest part of the body. It's like the spiritual part of the body. Okay. So, oh,
1: wow. Yeah. Okay. So,
0: touching someone on the head is a no-no. Um, also. Um, In Thailand, uh, you shouldn't show. I mean, if you go there with your significant other, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, whatever, um, try not to show affection in public, like holding hands or kissing. Uh, That's kind of frowned upon. Okay. Um, Okay. And oh, also another um, regarding uh, Thailand. Yes. uh, Do not step on money. Okay. Uh, for whatever reason you see money on the ground uh, i know a lot of people and if i see some money i'm not going to step on it step on it i'm going to pick it up but uh sure yeah the reason for that is okay the thai currency has the picture of the king on it okay so stepping on that is like you're stepping on the king's uh, the kings face. Face. you right exactly the face. The face. Mm-hmm. exactly exactly so that's that's a no no right there okay let's go on to japan Okay, Uh, some things that uh, foreigners do that when they visit Japan um, uh, that can be considered offensive to Japanese people. Uh, One is, um, for example, when you're eating, okay, you're eating, um, you could be at an izakaya, restaurant, whatever. Okay, passing food from chopstick to chopstick, okay? So uh, that is kind of, that's a no-no because uh, in Japan, okay, okay, this is related to funerals. Okay, so uh, in Japan, when someone dies, the body is cremated, uh, and then afterwards, the family members will gather together and pick up the remaining bones with these chopsticks. Okay, so basically, yes, um, passing food from chopstick to chopstick is no, no. Um, if also, you don't yes. mind, Yeah, uh, go ahead. Sorry. yeah, yeah. Well, the other point. If yeah. I,
1: if you don't mind, I interject. Right. But as you. Uh, Speaking about chopsticks, I also heard that in Japan uh, it's not good to leave your chopsticks standing up.
0: That's right, that's right. That's That also has to do with the funeral as well. So never stick your chopsticks in a bowl of rice, okay, because that uh, originally comes from uh, funerals. Mm-hmm. I see. Yes. Okay, thank yes. You. Please go ahead. Yes, yes. okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay, let's go on to another country. USA, okay, where I'm from. Uh, okay. Um, some things that uh, you should be aware of, you know, if you're talking to, you know, you're in the United States uh, and uh, you're talking to a local person, then, yeah, make sure you make eye contact, okay, uh, with that person, okay? Uh, it can be kind of, I guess, offensive if, you know, you don't look the person uh, in the eye, okay? And when shaking hands, it's uh, common to get to, you know, uh, give a firm handshake, okay? Okay. Um, In business as well, you know, I know some cultures, like, you know, maybe in Japan, when you meet someone, you shake their hands, you know, know, Japanese tend to bow, but, you know, uh, when they do shake hands, sometimes it's a little bit of a a weak handshake, not very firm, whereas in the U.S., if, you know, you greet someone with a weak handshake, um, that could be seen kind of as, yeah, well, not maybe offensive, but maybe not, uh, you know, very polite so what you're saying,
1: yeah. you need to have a firm grip. Right, right, yeah, firm grip, for, right. I
0: see.
1: Right. Um, it's interesting you talk about, in for example, in the business uh, uh, scheme of things, because right. of you're saying that uh, maybe uh, in terms of cross-culturally, this helps to improve communication right, uh, between maybe Western business people. Uh, yes. And, uh, so I think, um, as you're saying, uh, this is a way, I guess, to improve the workplace Communication.
0: Yes, especially in business, because uh, in the past there have been numerous misunderstandings uh, caused by not being culturally aware uh, of the uh, other person's uh, culture and country. Right. Um, right. Is it? Uh, can,
1: can I just uh, also add that since we are speaking about the workplace as well, I guess one way we can also additionally bridge the cultural gap, right? Improve the cultural awareness is mm-hmm. by maybe. Participating in cultural events or celebrating traditional holidays or festivals.
0: Right. Maybe
1: maybe this will help to more of their cultural identity and Mm -hmm. what they uh, focus on. And we can improve as well in our ways of uh, dealing with our
0: uh, uh,
1: other. Co-workers as Co-work, well. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I totally agree. You know, um, now, granted, when you're when you first arrive in a new country for the first time, you know, um, probably you won't have uh, much experience with the culture. So, you know, before leaving, try to do some research online, you know, try to find out uh, about certain events. And, you know, uh, as I mentioned, uh, things that should shouldn't do, but yeah, I think that if you're going to spend any significant amount of time um, in a foreign country, you should try to, you know, uh, interact with the locals, participate in uh, various uh, activities, attend festivals, and so forth.
1: I absolutely agree, and I think this is the purpose of cultural awareness because it helps to improve and reduce the chances of bad decisions,
0: right, mm-hmm. and
1: increase the chance of making more insightful decisions with our uh, uh, co-workers in a different
0: cultural. uh... Exactly, uh, exactly. And, um, you know, there's also been times in the past where huge companies, okay, made uh, marketing blunders, which uh, uh, for your listeners, a blunder is a a big mistake. Okay. Uh, Just to give you a quick, if you don't mind, if we still have some time, I'd like to give you a couple of examples. Oh, please go ahead. Yes. Okay, so years ago, uh, the automo- automotive company, uh, Chevrolet, okay, um, this probably goes back four, 40 years ago or so, uh, they came out with a car called the Chevy Nova, okay? And it was a popular car in North America, okay, and um, other parts of Europe, okay? And, um, you know, um, except it did not do well at all in Latin America or South America. Any idea why? Greg. <laughs> um I'm thinking. Uh, um, I'm guessing. Is it something to do with uh, uh,
1: something culturally, obviously, with uh, word or meaning? Yes.
0: Yes. So basically, the word. Okay. So you know, um, nova. I guess when well, English, well, it's like, well, like a, kind of like a shooting star. Okay. Um, you know, but but in in Spanish. Okay. Yes. If you break down the word. Okay. No va. No means no. Okay, it's just like an English no. Va means move. No, move. Who would like to buy a car? Who wants to buy a car that doesn't move? (laughs) Wow. Yeah, and they lost. So uh, when they found out, uh, they went back, and uh, when the next model came out, they changed uh, the name. Okay, that's one example. Um, I'll give you one more example. Um, Oh, please do. Yes. um, uh, There's one... um, uh, foreign airline, uh, I've got the name, but they were trying to market to the Middle East, okay, and um, uh, they advertised in the magazine and um, in the magazine there's this flight attendant and she's serving a passenger some champagne in business class, okay. Um, now there are two things that were wrong with that, okay, um, now number one, okay, um, Flight attendant wasn't wearing a veil. Okay, and a veil is used in the Middle East for women to cover up their faces. Um, okay, some countries uh, they're not allowed to walk around with uh, expose their face. They need to cover it up with what's called a veil. Okay, right. And, and number two, okay, she was serving this passenger champagne, and uh, with a lot of Muslim countries, okay, uh, alcohol is banned. So that was another example of kind of um, um, marketing blender, okay, uh, where it wasn't uh, accepted very well with the local people.
1: Yeah, I see. So right. as you're saying, there are several uh, different uh, cultural differences from country to country and right. how we deal with businesses as well. So it's an ongoing situation where we... As you said, in the beginning of our discussion, we need to research right. the country or place we're visiting in advance before right. we right. And this is so important because nowadays we are very fortunate to have YouTube mm-hmm. and also books and so on, uh, Wikipedia and other researching uh, information to really allow us to uh, have a better understanding before we get there. Um, uh
0: yes yes i totally agree i mean um, now that i've lived abroad for the majority of my life and i've been to other countries you know um i i've kind of you know come i'm not i guess as shocked uh when i go to a country and i see something that probably back home would never happen um compared to let's say if i were to leave the u.s for the first time and you know visit another country and um and i'll give you one more example and when i was in um uh, Thailand a couple of years ago, um, I was talking to this street vendor, and uh, uh, he was from India. Okay, and uh, we were talking, and of course he's trying to get me to buy uh, some something he was selling at the time. I don't remember what it was, but um, and then he referred to me as my dear. Okay, <laughs> and now um, I'm like, hmm, okay, all right. And later I did some research and. Basically, I guess in India, whether you're male or female, it's just a greeting, okay um, so that's how they greet you know each other and it's also typical you know to see sometimes you see you know men holding hands and that' that's, that's like a, a sign of like a, it's a common over there where maybe in other countries you know um, we wouldn't really see that. so what I think you know people when you travel around the world, you should try to yeah be understanding about uh, local culture and you know, there might be some things that might be shocking or surprising, you know, but at the same time, you know, um, I'm sure most of your listeners uh, here are Japanese. Um, if, if there's a foreigner, okay, let's say that you, um, you're in an izakaya and you see a foreigner maybe doing something that might not, might seem a bit offensive, you know, um, try to understand that, you know, perhaps that foreigner is not, you know, intentionally being offensive. It's just that because of a difference in culture, you um, uh, he, he or she is not aware of the local uh, culture. Absolutely. Um,
1: there's so much more I would like to focus on because we. this is such an interesting topic. And I think you have really provided an overview of so many things. And at the end of your last example, you mentioned uh, men or women holding hands. right? I, I recall when I was in South Korea, ah, yes. I would often see women... Females holding hands when mm. they walked on the streets. Yes. So I, I, and I realize, you know, in different cultures, you have different things. I just wanted to add two really quick examples before we end today's podcast. And that is in, it does with uh, Japan. And one of them is tattoos. So oh, yes. So we, 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 uh, in the West, we tend to go into the, uh, the swimming pool. But in Japan, uh, if you go into a hot spring, or they call it the onsen here, it's important to usually cover up the tattoos because it's considered tat- taboo. That's right. That's right. Right. Mm-hmm. And the other one is when you go into someone's house or school, you always take your shoes off.
0: Right. right? Mm-hmm.
1: And right. So I thought those were some additional uh, cultural things that we should be aware of. But um, I really appreciate that you're taking the time with our listeners today to ex- expand our awareness of so many different examples, especially with Thailand, the United States, Japan.
0: My pleasure, Greg.
1: I would really uh, look forward to our next uh, discussion soon. Thanks very much, Will. My pleasure. And have a wonderful day to you and our listeners. Goodbye.
0: Take care.